0: Dedicated to the D.C. Arrowverse on the CW network. It's Save This City, a Flash and Arrow podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdock.
1: And welcome to Save This City podcast, episode 9 of the podcast. It's our uh, coming back to the spring I guess, preview for what's coming up for all of our favorite superhero shows like Flash, Arrow, uh, Supergirl has already returned for one episode, and uh, Legends of Tomorrow begins real soon as well. With me to discuss what we think is going to happen or or what we liked about the the winter finales or whatever is uh, Donald and Camille. Camille from the Simon's Cake podcast. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? And Donald, of course, from Podcast Littlefell. Donald, welcome back. Hey,
2: how's
1: it going? <laughs> 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 yeah, right on. So we're all being really friendly right now. Uh let's see if we're friendly <laughs> when we're talking about Flash uh and the winter finale and what we think's coming up. And uh I think I've already done a podcast with my thoughts about where we are, but I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Camille, why don't we start with you? How, how did you like uh, Flash since the last time me and you talked, and and leading up to the winter finale where we get Wally West?
2: Um, I don't remember too much what happened in Flash. Um, I remember the I remember Arrow's um, mid season finale, but I really don't remember like what. Really happened in Arrow? Like, was it something really huge? Like, I just went over my head. I guess, like, it's not. It's just. I I guess it didn't resonate because I don't really remember too much about it, honestly.
1: Let me recap it just a little bit for you. In the season finale, or in the uh, winter finale of Flash, uh, we had the Weather Guy and uh, the Trickster and uh, Okay,
2: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Snart, all All
1: matching up. Yeah, and basically, we learned that. Harrison has agreed to work with Zoom in order to save his daughter, and that uh, Joe found his son, Wally West.
2: Okay, right. So as far as, like, how, how it kind of panned out, um, I think it was as far as kind of being a standalone kind of episode, but not really. It was a really, really interesting um, what they brought to the table I'm very, very excited and curious to see what's going to happen with um, Wells kind of partnering up with Zoom, because obviously he's desperate and wants to get his daughter back, um, how much that's going to play into what he's going to do with Flash, and I'm just terrified of what's going to happen with, um, with Joe, because I'm afraid he's going to get his heart broken and something terrible is going to happen, and I'm always afraid for Joe, because I always feel like he's an easy character that if they want some crazy emotional tension, like killing him or putting him in danger, like what the show does. So I'm very worried Like something tragic will happen after you know finally meeting his son. So we'll see, I guess.
1: Right on. Donald, what about your thoughts about the Flash winner finale?
3: I'll be honest. I, I hated that freaking episode. Really? <laughs> and um, mostly because of the, the villains and uh, the stupid solutions to it Didn't really make sense to me about throwing a bomb in in the rift or whatever it's called, and then uh, it would just suck the rest of the bombs in. I thought I remember thinking the whole time I was like, "All right, this is a pretty good plot so far. It's a lot of danger, a lot of high stakes. I don't know how they're going to get out of it." And I felt like it was a real cheat of the way they got out of it. So to me, it kind of it canceled it out. Uh, uh,
0: If you're going to make something that
3: hard to get out of and and write yourself into a corner like that, then I want to. just this complex solution. I don't want a, a easy throwaway line solution that they probably just like thought of at the last minute because they realized that they wrote themselves too deep into a corner. So um, I had a, I had a real problem with that, and that kind of killed the episode for me. The weather guy I don't I don't too much care for him either. Um, one of the things with with the with the flash is like they have some really like hokey villains, and um, he's just sometimes just like eh, what are you doing like the Captain Cole and stuff. I don't mind the characters themselves if they would had a, uh, they just have freaking guns. That's all we have. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a threat to me. And uh, I like what they did with, uh, with Cole this time, because he wasn't really, Oh, I'm going to shoot you with my gun, Barry. I'm such a big threat, you know, and they have to like, make him um, learn his identity just so he could be a threat to Barry. Because obviously, you not know, just running around shooting people with a cold gun isn't a real threat. So, but I did like what they did with him this way, where it kind of kind of flipped it on us and he, um, Kind of gave Barry a heads up. Uh, The trickster, I like the guy, uh, Mark Campbell. He was pretty much playing the Joker. Uh, Mm -hmm. I didn't mind his character so much because he's sadistic. I don't expect, you know, these um, fully thought out plans. I I expect just, you know, just a sadistic guy who's just doing stuff and he's not really thinking about it. And then uh, at the end where he he starts crying, I thought that part was great. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I had no problem with that. It was just uh, the weather guy, the solution. Uh, that was kind of like weird. Now the stuff with, with Joe, and and the family stuff and the um the relationship stuff, I didn't mind that. That was that was really good. Mm-hmm. The the Wally West stuff, I thought that that was really the the thing that kind of made the episode to me, was uh when he saw his son and the look that he, that he gives because Jesse L. Martin is a great actor, um so I really thought that that was good and I was I'm actually invested in that plot. I don't too much care for the mom, They she's not that fleshed out. But um, the storylines that she's bringing, they seem to be like um, really giving uh, Iris and Joe something to do. And uh, one of the main problems I had this year was Iris just kind of just being there, but not really a part of things. You know, the only reason she's there now is because she kind of knows who Barry is. Other than that, you know, what what purpose would she serve at this point? Because obviously they're not pursuing that specific relationship at this point in time, so... Uh, she's just kind of in the background. Now, what will make it or, or break it for me with Wally is what they do with him from here on out. Because I don't think it's any secret that it, that he is a Flash, and uh, right. at some point, you know, in, in the comic continuity, he is, he's a Flash. So, depending on what they do with him, or if they just keep him around, and and he just he's just a guy, which is <laughs> be Wally West, and they never do anything with that, will be kind of disappointing. Because I would like to see like the multiple Flashes and them kind of playing off each other.
1: Ah, so yeah, uh, the so you say you think it would be cool if you had maybe even like Jay, Barry, and Wally all working together. Maybe it takes all three of them to beat Zoom or something.
3: Maybe it doesn't, and I would even just just to have two flashes. I mean, they they brought Jay Garrick into this world, but they stripped him of all his power. So it's almost like they're afraid to have have two flashes going at one point, or, or something. Two good guys going at one point. I don't know. Um, but they, they haven't been afraid to bring in other speedsters. So I'm just wondering why, what's the entire point of, of stripping Jay of his powers? Because that's another character that's sort of just there because he's there. And mm-hmm. he serves no real purpose at this point. And it's almost like he's on the back burner. So I'll wait to see what they'll do with that, too.
1: Right on. Uh, anybody shipping Jay and Caitlin?
2: Come it's on. so it's so obvious, but I just don't like it because it's so clear that like, for first of all, it's like any any like action hero type movie or even TV show like, no one stays dead, no one ever stays dead, and then Caitlyn's like husband, I guess now just disappeared, and it's like you know he's coming back, and it's just for me, it's so obvious that they're building this like oh Caitlyn and Jay now because. Sue and her, her husband's going to come back. And then there's the mandate that you talk about every season. So, I mean, it's just, it's inevitable. Like he's, he's coming back at some point. So I'm just like, it's just, it's just there so they can have this, like, oh, there's a a love triangle again, you know?
1: Right. Okay. So you're saying Ronnie is coming back.
2: He is. There's no way he, he's not. I mean, they didn't even really say what happened to him. Like he probably got sucked into like another world and he's trying to get home. Something like that the whole time, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, possibly so. Possibly so. Maybe he's trapped on the Earth Two side.
2: Yeah, very. You know, it's just stuff like that. I'm like, it's so aggravating because I I don't feel it at all with with Caitlyn and Jay. And I'm like, the only reason they're doing this is because your boyfriend Ronnie's gonna be back, and then then they're gonna there's gonna be this love triangle crap, you know? Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> I, I totally agree.
0: <laughs> so there is there is zero chemistry between those two i think yes the, um, the literal turning point of, of when they started to ship those guys is whenever she saw him without a shirt on and then that's when it's like oh i like him now but they, they never shared any kind of deep conversation or anything that would make me think that they should be together
2: yeah she's just shallow is what he's saying <laughs> she just i mean
3: she lost she lost her husband she just wants some booty i mean that's all it is
2: <laughs> Probably. She wanted to move on the fastest way she could.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and maybe she's hoping his superpowers will return uh, once they get oh. together. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, what about, on the other hand, the Barry and Patty ship? Anybody on board with that?
2: Yeah, I'm still down. I'm starting to lose faith in my theory that she might be a bad guy, though. shes I don't think she's a bad guy anymore. <laughs>
1: Donald, I know that you said that the possibility of Iris having to be just kind of in the background right now. Um, do you mind that? Because I mean, we know we saw the byline and, and everything with with Iris's name, but does uh, does that mean tragedy for Patty? Or what do you think?
3: Here's what I think, honestly. I think they brought that character Patty in to kind of make a love triangle but uh, they didn't expect her to be as awesome as she is. So now I, I think they've written themselves into another corner. But here's why mm-hmm. I don't mind it so much, because we, we've seen, at least with the Flash, that they can change things. So I wouldn't be too surprised if we see that paper again or, or something, and, and it, it's a different byline at this point.
0: Because um, I, I really like the character of Patty, and it just seems like it seems like something's going to happen to her. Because yeah. when they have this... This uh, continuity in the comics that these two end up together, so they feel like they have to go through with that, which I don't necessarily think that they do. And we've seen that in Arrow too. Well, I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with the comics and, and the way everything goes, but with Arrow, early on they started off changing a lot of things. They had uh, Starling City, uh, they had Sarah, well, who was the Black Canary, um, and stuff like that. Uh, they just called him Arrow. And they've gone back and they've retconned a lot of that stuff to make it Star City now, which is in line with the comics. Uh, they killed off Sarah, and then they made Laurel, the Black Canary, to align with the comics. And um, now that he's you calling himself the Green Out, so they've gone back and they've retconned a lot of things to line up with the comics. So I think they almost, which is fine, but I think they almost, these, these uh, universes, they think that they owe it to the fans a little too much. But I think that there is some wiggle room that if, if something works better, you can change it, but I'm just so worried that they're gonna they're just gonna stick with this and they're gonna kill off Patty at the end of the year. And then Barry, they're gonna throw Barry up with with Iris, which at this point it would be kind of weird to me because I think that they have transcended that sort of cute little crush and now they just seem like brother and sister to me. Mm-hmm. I don't see any any uh sort of relationship type of attraction between those two at this point. So unless they have a long con storyline where they're gonna draw them back together. Uh, the way that I felt that he had a little crush on her in, in season one, I just
3: think they're beyond that.
1: And talking about relationships is a great way to, to kind of segue over to Arrow, where uh, the relationship that Camille and I uh, lived and died by, uh, <laughs> we lived and died in the finale <laughs> episode, in the winter finale episode, uh, with what se- seems to be happening to Felicity. Uh, Camille, let me get your impressions on, on the winter finale of uh, the Arrow
2: It's, it's so weird because they go back and forth. Like it's, it's awesome that we did get some like closure, but obviously it leads to a tragedy that kind of takes away from it. And like, it's, it goes back to this, like, there's always something stopping Felicity and stopping and, and stopping, um, you know, just, I don't know. It's, it's not even like it's Oliver's fault and it's obviously not Felicity's fault, but like there's always something in their way. And it's just so aggravating that every season they're like, they're gonna be together and then oh, she has a love interest now in someone else, or oh, he doesn't wanna do it, or when they're finally together, they pull they even have death be like the thing that's kind of like cock blocking them so to speak so to speak. So I'm just it's just kind of annoying. Like how many how many versions of this kind of like, you know, here's a love triangle, but not really is going to happen between Felicity and, and Oliver, you know, it's just, it's very frustrating because even, even if they're together, they're not going to be together. So it's, I don't know. I just, I don't want to give up, but at the same time, like the show has very clear ideas of who is going to be with who. And even, and just to kind of take a step back from the finale, we had those episodes where, you know, Barry rewinds time and, you know, Felicity and Oliver break up. So it's like, there's there's this constant thing going on between them not being together for some reason. I just, I don't understand why.
1: <laughs> I don't understand why either, why they have to torture me so. But um, now, are you saying, Camille, that, uh, I mean, obviously Felicity is, is going to be clinging on to life when it comes back. Right. But do you think that she'll actually die or do you think that she'll she'll recover?
2: Yeah, I, I think she will recover. I think either they're going to pretend that she's dead so that maybe that'll be like a end finale thing. Like they'll be like, oh, she's been alive this whole time. We just faked her death to make it seem like, you know, because obviously she's going to be a big target if Oliver is running for this candidacy you know, or whatever he's trying to do. So it's like get all the main people out of his life kind of in the background, keep them kind of hidden. So maybe they'll fake her death. That's what I think first is a little fake her death and then she won't be dead. And they're just going to pretend like she is or, or I think possibly Sarah might end up killing, um, Thea. But I mean, Sarah's been MIA for a while, so I don't know what her deal is either, but I I don't think she's going to die honestly. But, I don't know, the show has surprised me before, so we'll see about that.
1: Donald, something that you brought up on Twitter that, uh, after I thought about it, I really agreed with, is is you brought up the fact that because of the crossovers and, and everything we saw there with Oliver's son, that he might potentially be the candidate, right, for who's on the gravestone.
3: Yeah, I did. I, I, I was just throwing things out there, I was thinking of stuff, because here's my thoughts on the whole situation. I think it's sort of the same thing with, with uh, Barry and Patty. Uh, in comic continuity, Oliver is on and on again, off again, married to to Black Canary, and I think that they feel like they have to retcon it and, and stick with that. They made this uh, sort of thing with uh, Felicity, which er- early on it was it was just a cute little okay, I'm going to ship this person, and it really worked, and it, it worked really really well on screen. That I think they went on, went on went ahead with, went on with it in a way that they didn't expect it to be as popular as it was. So. Now I think they've ridden themselves into a corner. So I'm starting to think now, actually, they might just kill her off. I don't think she'll die like we saw right there. I do think it's going to be hospital visit or something or, or something like that where they'll draw it out for the episode and give them the, the sweet goodbye if she does die. Wow. Um, yeah, but, but I was thinking that, and only because I think that they're going to throw him back with Laurel because that's, that's what the fans are used to. That's what the comic fans know. And I think that they feel like they have to follow that at this, at this particular point, which, like I said, I mean, the the Oliver and Felicity stuff is sort of poetic in a way, like Camille said, but it's kind of frustrating at the same time, because it seems like we saw an alternate future where they still didn't end up together. And then Barry, I mean, yeah, Barry goes back and fixes that. And now she dies. So it's almost like this isn't meant to be, which is kind of of poetic in a way, but it it sucks because they, they work so well together on screen. Um, I just feel like they're going to push him back with Laurel and I think that's, that's the way it's going to be for the longest time I was thinking I was agreeing with you two that that Sarah would kill Thea but now I'm thinking I don't see her killing Thea and then oh I'm going to be like legend tomorrow bye guys I, I just I don't see that I, I don't know right. so I, I think that they're going to cure that in some kind of way either either with Malcolm um, bringing back the pit Lazarus pit in some kind of way or something like that or something he's doing with the with those ashes of um, Gandalf Savage we don't necessarily know where that's going but i think i think in some way they're gonna they're gonna cure sarah um just from what i've seen i just just don't see her killing off oliver's sister and then just going and becoming a legend of tomorrow for that that's a reward i don't don't know
1: you know something that was really interesting about thea is when damien dark touched her it almost seemed like he absorbed her bloodlust at that moment yeah. which makes him even scarier <laughs> to me in, in the winter finale, you know? Um, and, and uh, cause you, I don't know what that, what that might mean for him. If he has a capability, of, if it just kind of like short circuited him for a second, or if, if now mm-hmm. he has a bloodlust himself, um, so he could still potentially, even, even if Felicity survives, he could still potentially just kill people for the sake of killing people, you know? Um, but I gotta figure that the the headstone thing is real. Um, I don't think that they yeah. can do a, another fake. Um, I don't know if they can do another, and like I said, I, I'm so sick of, of them cheating death either through time travel, yeah. or through Lazarus Pits, or through you know...
3: Faking death with the glory.
1: Yeah. So, I, I, just, I just don't understand um, where they can get out of this, but the, the most sacrificial character that would still seem to me to be very painful to Oliver. Um, given that he does know about his boy now, um, would be the boy. However, um, that might, you know, a lot of fans might see that as kind of a, a as a, a cheap out also. So I don't know. Well,
3: his, I mean, his son is still a part of the comics at, at some point, And, um, and that, so I was actually thinking they might might put up Diggle, because he's sort of just like this character that that it was just Oliver's bodyguard, but he, people liked him and he became likable, so they just kind of made a role for him. But you know, other than that, he, he he's not really a, a, a comic character. So I'm he's sort of the dowel of, of of Arrow. So um, I don't know what they're gonna do with that either. It might kill off Diggle. But I think that would be a mistake, too, because in a way, I think he, he's sort of the one person that can go toe-to-toe and call, call Oliver out on his um, – because Oliver makes a lot of, you know, dumb decisions sometimes, and sometimes it's in the moment. And I think Dick was always the one that to bring him back down. And he's like, look, you got to, you know, cut it out, man, and stuff like that, and go toe-to-toe with him. So I like that, that sort of uh, brotherly kind of love that they have between the two. But I agree with you 100%, Matt. They have to kill someone off. I'm just worried it's gonna be it's gonna be Felicity, or Diggle. And uh, I just I just feel like that. I mean, we we know Roy's coming back. I, will they just bring him back and kill him off? I don't know. So <laughs> it, it it's it has to be done. It has to be somebody that stays dead, or otherwise you lose all the stakes in the show, which they've already shown that they lost a little bit of anyway.
1: I agree. Speaking of which, I mean, we've got all these dead characters coming back um, for the Legends of Tomorrow. We've got Sarah. Um, I, I thought that they kind of set Snart up pretty well in the Flash episode to where, you know, he might go along with the whole the whole time travel bit of Legends of Tomorrow simply for the fact that he thinks he might profit from it somehow in the long run. Right. Um so I, I was kind of I was kind of okay with the way that they they gave him a slight bit of a conscience uh, in the winter finale to tip off Barry and all of that because that might uh, incline him to to be better a better team player uh, eventually in the Legends of Tomorrow. Um, but the whole aspect of this show is is really you know we've got I mean when I guess when. Firestorm when he merges, is it gonna be the new Firestorm guy that we saw in the mm-hmm. show or Yeah. And and when we have uh when we have Sarah, she's evidently just out there finding herself and somebody's gonna find her, I guess, and, and bring her along. Um you got snart and hot. What what's what's the flame guy's <laughs> flamethrower guy's name? I
3: have no Either idea. I don't I it, don't I'm even like sure. Yeah, I think it's Captain Cole and Heatwave, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right, Donald. Um, so they're gonna be part of it. Um, you got <laughs> you got a, a Doctor Who guy leading the team. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, that's so weird.
1: And obviously Malcolm Merlin in the crossover episode is gonna find some way to bring Vandal Savage back because that's I mean, I don't quite understand the whole Vandal Savage thing. Would he come back anyway, even if he's destroyed or but evidently, they're chasing him all through time. So,
3: I'm, I'm not sure he's going to bring him physically back. I, what I thought was that he was going to use like whatever, whatever he was um, draining from the the hawk twins or whatever, whatever the hell they call, <laughs> whatever he was whatever the life force was in those ashes to to fix Sarah or fix Deer. But uh, I, I was under the impression that they were just going out, going through time. To stop Vandal savage because he was alive all of that time, so there would be different iterations of him throughout time that they would be fighting. But I'm not sure now. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, that's a good that's a good idea too, Donald. I like that one as well. Camille, you got any thoughts or any expectations for the Legends of Tomorrow thing?
2: I'm just kind of keeping open mind because I really have no idea what to expect. Um, honestly, like the majority of the cast or characters, I really don't care for so. I'm hoping that they'll work really well together and even like the previews the show like bickering. So stuff like that is basically what I'll be going for. But as far as the characters or the actors, like none of them are really interesting to me. So I'm hoping like the show will kind of pull that bad taste out, you know, like it'll make it more enjoyable to see them together opposed to them like kind of, I guess, stand out or, you know, doing their own solo thing. Cause anytime I see Snark, like he's like the only guy I really like find to be entertaining when he's on Flash. But I really don't care for Canary or whoever she is anymore. I, I really don't care for Hawkgirl that much. Although she's probably the second like most interesting out of all of them. It's just like all those guys. I'm like I really don't care about most of these characters. So I just want to be entertained. That's all I want. <laughs>
1: Well, it's. I think it's going to be kind of a different brand of show. It's going to be a lot more science fiction-y, you mm-hmm. know, with the time travel and everything uh, than anything else that we've gotten. I mean, I know we've gotten comic book tech and comic book science in some of these shows, but uh, this is going to, I think, kind of going to push the envelope a little bit further. Um, Donald, have you read any Legends of Tomorrow comics or anything like that? It, or- no, I don't,
3: I don't even know if it's really based on anything.
1: Isn't oh okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. That's why I was asking if it e- I guess I should have asked it asked if it even exists. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, I know the characters. I mean, um I I know Hawk girl and, and, and Hawk Hawkman the the thing about them, from what I can remember, is that they, they could never be together. Like it was always one of them would die and the other one would would live. And then they would just keep finding each other and when they were they would find each other one of them would die. And that was the thing about them, and it was just all throughout time that they they were cursed; they could never be together. But um, I liked the little spin that they put on the story that, that they they did in the um, crossover. That was that was pretty cool. Um, it's sort of it's sort of in line with what it is, except the only the only thing I remember is that it would always be like one of them. And they they couldn't they were never together for that long. before one of them would die, and then be reincarnated or whatever. So um, that's what I remember about them. But they they were in the Justice League, so. Oh, okay. um, it's, I think this is something that's pretty original that they're they're just drawing uh, from the pool of, of you know random DC characters, which I, I think is pretty interesting because they leave the door open to bring other people in, even in, in one of the promos, which I won't talk a lot about because promos give away a lot. If you just watch it, mm-hmm. you can pretty much see a lot of things and and get answers to a lot of questions. So I won't talk about them too much. But um, I heard Rip Hunter make a reference to Superman, and that got me kind of excited. So uh, I don't know if they're gonna go that far as to bring in, you know, like a Wonder Woman, Batman, you know, one of the the big the big three, or anything like that. Are they just going with these um, little obscure characters? But when I when I heard him say that, I was like, whoa, this this if this goes on long enough, which I think right now it's just a it's just a miniseries, but if they, they can if they get high enough ratings, I mean, who knows what they can do? it? They can open the door to a lot of different things.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be excited to watch it just to, just to see where it goes. Um and and whether like Camille it's like I'm just hoping that I'm interested in it. Yeah. Um, cuz you know, with four superhero shows on television plate. Actually, technically five, I guess if you include the the uh Fox's Gotham, right? So, I mean, that that that's a lot of DC universe on television right now. I um Do you think it's oversaturation? I mean, I know that Berlanti wants to probably milk this cow as far as he can, but we can talk about Supergirl too if you want. It's just it feels it feels like uh, you know three nights of the CW now for the next at least couple months is going to be featuring uh, a whole lot of DC. Um, Is there never enough for you guys, or is it going to be too much? You think?
2: For me, just in general, like, I think that, like, uh, superhero, any content is oversaturated. I'm so over superheroes. I mean, it's like, it's fun, but I just, I'm just not crazy about it like everyone else, I suppose, because I'm just like, I can use less, honestly. Um, Because then it's like, you have all these options, and it doesn't really make what you are watching feel too special. Because it is involved with other things. Um, and I guess maybe that's why I haven't gotten a Supergirl. I would love to watch it. It's just, it's another, it's another hero show. And at the end of the day, it's going to be procedural. I know what is going to probably come out of it in terms of just the type of stuff that they're going to put in the show in terms of drama and all that. So it's, it's like, I kind of know what I have and I kind of know what I could probably get out of that show. And it's like, I'm okay with what I have. So I'm not in a hurry to get something more of what I already am kind of experiencing with, like, Flash and Arrow. So, um, for me, it is oversaturating, but I'm also just not a huge, like, superhero, like, you know, kind of fan, so it it doesn't speak to me as it would to a lot of other people.
1: Gotcha. How about you, Donald? I mean, is this oversaturation, or do you think it's really going to boil down to the quality of the show, uh, no matter what the content?
3: Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not, as long as you're not doing too much and it starts to lack, and uh, you spread yourself too thin, I, then I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't really watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or, or the Marvel stuff. So uh, I'm not that interested in it. I watch the movies. Um, I tried Jessica Jones. It wasn't for me. Uh, Daredevil wasn't for me. They ju- they're they just moving really slow with that. But the DC stuff has been really fast-paced and really action-packed, which I, I like, that kind of stuff. I'm more, way more familiar with the characters, so I like seeing them on screen. Um, but it's just that, I mean, it's such a huge world. I don't think you could ever really do it justice. Um, you know what 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 Marvel is doing with the movies is probably the closest thing I've ever seen to doing, you know, the comic book world justice. And maybe DC will start doing that with the bigger characters in the movies. But I still have a problem with with uh, you know turning on the WB and seeing Flash and Arrow and and then there's no mention of Batman or Superman anywhere in this, in this mm-hmm. world. Um, I have a problem with watching Supergirl, and then uh, they come up with these little excuses of why she, why Superman can't be in the show. You know, she doesn't need his help, so he, she could be dying. There was even an episode where she was about to get killed. Superman comes in and saves her, and she fuzzes at him, like, "No, this is my show," you know. And I just feel like I feel like it, it, some of these characters—they just you have to incorporate everybody into it. Otherwise it just feels like, like even, even when they started the Justice League cartoon, I was thinking it's kind of weird now because everybody remembers Batman, the animated series. It's like, why does not he just freaking call Superman, and everybody in to, to fight these guys, rather than, you know, fight to the death every single time and, and, and go through all this, just call in the Justice League for every crime. Like, that's all you have to do. and you, you You can have peace on earth. I mean, it's just kind of silly, but I still like it. And I think in order to take in the comic book world in any way, in any type of way that you would enjoy it, you have to admit that it's a little silly and you just have to take that for what it, well, for what it's worth. So that's the only way i found that I can really enjoy it. Um, but I, I still think they went too far with the flash last, last, uh, last episode with the bombs and stuff. I was like, that's a little bit too silly. I don't know how that makes sense in any world, but um, yeah, I mean that, that's all I got to say about it. I mean, it's just it's silly comic book stuff, and you have to you have to start to of understand that. And I think that a lot of people are starting to understand that, and that's why that's why it's so popular. And the downside would be the same thing with anything: when something's popular, get ready to see a whole lot of it everywhere, because that, mm-hmm. that's yeah. just what people do—they milk everything. So just be prepared to see it for another five to ten years. Yeah. It's not going away.
1: Yeah, I'll celebrate my fiftieth birthday. Going, wow! Here we are again.
3: Yeah, um, uh, um, Iron Man Seven will be out. <laughs> uh,
1: anything else about the uh, Flash or Arrow or any of this that you want to talk about before we go?
2: Um, I will make. I will say this. I'm. I'm also very excited for Legends of Tomorrow. Because I feel like Flash, mainly Flash and some of Arrows, this last like so, this first half of the season was like a big advertisement for that damn show. And I'm just going to be glad that we can watch stuff and not be like, oh, this is a character that's coming up in their new TV show. You know, like, I'm just excited yeah. to watch the show as what it was, not them trying to promote something else. Cause it was cool to see these characters. It was cool to give them a little bit of background, but I'm like, dude, you have your show coming up. Like, get out of here. I want to watch my Flash and Arrow, and <laughs> that's all I want, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, just wait until they set up some kind of big triple crossover towards the God. end of the season. I know.
2: Uh, you know it's coming. I was actually pretty
3: shocked that they that they gave um, Hawkman and Hawk Girl so much screen time in those crossovers.
2: Yeah, same. Yeah.
3: yeah, and I, I, I was, I was expecting Sarah to get more than that, and they didn't even
2: freaking mention her.
3: So, I don't know how they're gonna, you know, go because she, she was actually an original, Harold character. So, I was figuring, I was figuring that they would use her, you know, to sort of bring that audience in, but they didn't even freaking show her.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe, uh, maybe the pilot of of Legends will tell us more about what Sarah's been up to.
2: I
3: imagine. Yeah, so, I think that's where we will see her next.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Any other thoughts, guys?
3: Why doesn't Oliver just call Barry for everything? And he'll be there in like one second.
1: <laughs> and
3: he never has to fight ever again in his life.
2: And the rewind time. If they do something wrong, they'll just set the t- they'll set it back to day one. So don't. will ha- just like do the right thing this time. Yeah. yeah. Like, why doesn't he call, Why does call Flash to save Felicity? What's that about? Yeah, they they
3: they have to put some limits on him because Barry's becoming <laughs> a little too powerful. You can do anything. All right? Like, Got
1: to put some on. I guess so. I guess so. Speaking of of of, of Barry, um, it was kind of touching to see him forgive uh, the old uh, Thawne, more or less, even though he was talking to Harrison Wells two With Harrison now doing this to save his daughter, do you blame him?
0: No. No. no.
1: Yeah, I don't either. And I, I think like that's, that character. Yeah, I know. I really like Harrison Wells' Earth 2 version myself. Um,
2: Harry, as they call it.
1: <laughs> Harry, yeah. Um, and I I think that this is, this is going to be a really good half season for Tom Cavanaugh. I, I just feel like that this is going to be really great. He's going to just... Like, he didn't bring it last year as the villain. Uh, I mean, he absolutely did. But I, I got a feeling the conflicted guy is going to be even better.
3: Yeah. Yeah. From the, from the moment he walked out there and he into that earth and he was sarcastic and I, I freaking loved him. I was like, okay. I was worried when they said he would be a main character this season. And I was like, oh, they're just gonna bring him back. But the way they did it was great. He's a totally different character. You can tell. Completely different personality. Even when he when he put the suit on. The uh, the old uh, reverse flash suit. He didn't even look the same. That's how different of a character he's playing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just his posture and everything was totally different. It was great.
3: Yeah, I had no idea when I saw when I saw him on Ed the and then Scrubs. I had no idea he had this much acting range, but he's doing a great job.
1: Agreed. All right. Well, uh, Donald, uh, podcast little fellow will be coming back in the end of April. <laughs> are you going to do the uh, X Files thing?
3: Yeah, me and Heath are going to do it. We will definitely do it, and uh, we don't have anything set up as far as a feed yet, but i'll
1: let you know excellent all right well we'll definitely plug it on this podcast because i love me some x-files i'll be waiting to listen (laughs) to you and heath i used to love your film list talking about it and of course i used to love your reopening the x-files as well you can find donald at donald jr on twitter and camille what's up for simon's cake podcast what are you guys going to be talking about next
2: Um, Right now we are working on a game called Undertale, and that will probably be the next game that we podcast on, probably at the end of this month. So um, either that or early next month. So sometime around then we shall have that game up and talked about (laughs) and podcasted.
1: Excellent. All right. And, of course, you can find me via the contact information in the bumper. Thanks, everybody. Take care.
0: Uh. Find all back episodes and all contact links at Save This If you have feedback you can leave a voicemail by calling 314-669-1840. Or send email to Save This City Podcast at gmail.com or tweet us at Save This City Pod. Please leave the podcast a written review on whatever app that you use.